world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Oh, oh, oh. Nothing to Fall talk about this week. is upon us. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, the uh, Senate Judiciary Committee confirmed her. Now she goes for full vote on Monday, which is tomorrow. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? It's also Hillary Clinton's birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Wicked Witch of the oh. North, South, East, and West. <laughs> Give me back my sister's hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> so she's down for the count. All right, I have an announcement before I get into the news. Okay. I can't elaborate. If we're looking for someone. If you were denied a New Jersey permit to carry a handgun by a superior court judge within the last year, please contact me ASAP, Anthony at gunforhire.com. I cannot elaborate on the air. Okay? If you were denied a New Jersey permit to carry a handgun by a superior court judge within the last year, Anthony at Gun for Hire. Okay? So I posted this all over social media. Okay. Everywhere I posted it, it started to an argument. You'll never get a carry. What's the requirements? Was nobody answering my question? Oh. Nobody DMing me. Uh, well, what if I apply and get denied? Will that help? That's 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 something I find really nice that someone's willing to do. But it's too late. We need somebody who was denied within the past twelve months. I can't really elaborate, but everybody who's listening that's a gun person kind of knows where this is heading. Now, a New Jersey firearms owner syndicate. I posted it and. So, there's so many new gun owners. Somebody posted, who are you and why are you asking this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that's great. So oh, it's like Jay, who is John Galt. So, so Jay Factor posted underneath, Anthony Calandro, you get the one gun owner in the entire state of New Jersey who doesn't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> It's so true. <laughs> Who are you and why are you asking this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about <laughs> GFYO? G GFY. 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 All right. That's all I have to say. Yeah, right. But any anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just looking because I'm looking to report you to the state police or something. Yeah, I don't because, know. I'm just know, a guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> Welcome uh, yeah, to the party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so Barrett will be in the Supreme Court, and we really need her in the Supreme Court because, you know, Roberts the Pimp? I've spoken about Roberts the Pimp before. You have. All right. This, this doesn't really concern me, but the Supreme Court dodged an election ballot, Pennsylvania ballot extension, okay? They wanted a ballot extension 
um, and there was a, a vote on it, and the four liberals voted one way, the four conservatives the other way, and Roberts voted with the liberals. Of course he did. Okay? All right? I wonder what they've got on him. Oh, my God. It must be good. He must be good. So Thomas, Alito, Gorsuch, and Kavanaugh would have granted a stay with a 4-4 split. Okay, but of course, do, 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 Roberts, that's why, like we said, he's compromised. He's a pimp, sold himself out. They got something on him, worried about his legacy, worried about his country club membership. I don't know. I haven't researched him. Maybe he's got kids in college or something. He doesn't want them doxxed and abused or whatever. So he's going to continue to vote along the lines of the rage mob. Now with Amy Coney Barrett in there, we have five conservatives. Okay. So now so, we don't need him. We don't. We don't need him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and hopefully, once Trump is reelected, I'm going to make a prediction here. I believe Trump is going to garner over 80 million votes in the general election. You're about to God's ears. I believe he's going to break. I think the silent majority, the people that are getting polled that are voting for him, are not saying they're voting for him, but they are. And by the way, Trump has confirmed more federal judges in his first term than any president in 40 years. And the only reason why Jimmy Carter confirmed more judges was because the federal courts were so backlogged when Carter was president, 76 to 80, that they expanded the lower courts and added 125 judges. And the peanut boy got to fill those 125 slots. Yeah. Okay. And were they really backlogged? Uh, yeah, they were backlogged, remember? So so Roberts is a pimp, and uh, we all know that, and Trump keeps appointing judges, 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 three Supreme Court justices in three and a half years, 220 lower court judges, which we know are crucial to our cause. I can't stress that enough, how crucial that is to our cause. Absolutely. Uh, you know, a lot of people ask about the page, the gunforhire.com uh, forward slash gun permit page that has all the information on it for New York and New Jersey. Yep. It also, on that page, we have every ORI number for every town and state police barracks in New Jersey now. And we also added J Factors two form letters where if your initial pistol permit an FID card is being delayed, and a second form letter where if your repeat pistol permit orders are being delayed. So I, I asked Cheeseman and Factor if I could repost that, and they both said we, we could. And uh, so I reposted it, and I've been sharing it with people all the time. And let me, let me tell you something. I got an email from this guy, uh, Scotty yeah. Elliott. He wrote, Anthony, what a coincidence. Precisely three days after writing and sending the letter, I sent it snail mail, something I have not done in years, but I figured it had a little more oomph to it. I received both an email and a call from a detective at Bloomfield PD informing me that my documents were complete and ready to be picked up. <laughs> he wrote, you, sir, are awesome. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a community thing, uh, Scotty. It's not just me. He also gave me some story about the documents having been ready for some time and that they had had a few personal changes, personnel changes, hence the delay. Now, while I appreciate his desire to mitigate, his story was not quite st standard <laughs> CNN quality. Either way, I've often touted gun for hires to others, but now I have some much more tangible evidence with which to back up my claims. Thank you. Well, thank you very much, and that's what we do. So gunforhire.com forward slash gun permit. 
all the steps to get a New Jersey or New York FID card permits and everything with input from Evan Knapp in New Jersey, Peter Tillam in New York. All the ORI numbers from New Jersey are there. And now we have in PDF form, they will not work. Uh, I'm sorry, they're autofill Word documents. They will not work from your cellular, from your mobile device. You've got to be on a computer. If you click them, you're going to get an error on a mobile device. But if you're home on a laptop or a desktop, when you click it, it's a document that you, Jay set these up beautifully. You autofill the documents, you print it out, you mail it to your police chief, and it's basically telling them, listen, I'll give you an example of uh, one of the letters. You ready? Yeah. To the chief of police. Chief, my name is uh, Ichabod Crane, <laughs> and I live at 1313 Mockingbird Lane. <laughs> <laughs> I I applied for a 2C583 firearms ID card and permit to purchase handgun on this date. According to the state police FAR systems, my reference emails were returned on this date and this date. NJS2C583F directs that the in licensing authority shall investigate and unless good cause for the denial thereof appears, shall grant the permit or the IT card or both. If the application has been made thereof within 30 days from the date of receipt of the applications for residents of this state. At, this, at the time of this letter, we are now 25 days or whatever from the receipt of the application. I received an email from the state police portal on this date. Firearms purchase ID card and handgun permit purchase application approved. The confirmation number is, my assumption is that your firearms officer is quite busy with other duties, which is understandable and appreciated. However, at this point, only the paperwork of filling out the FID card and the SP671 permit is left to do. I would appreciate it if you would inquire with your firearms officer and let me know the statute of my permit as soon as possible. Okay, this is from Jay. Jay wrote up two letters from that. New Jersey Firearms Academy, Jay Factor, Mark Cheeseman, uh, two-way heavy lifters in the state, even though nobody knows who we are. Uh, they're, uh, they're compiling another lawsuit, so it would behoove me not to mention it now. Uh, go to GoFundMe, Restore-Carry-NJ. They are now part of the quarantine crawl. That's 262 uh, places we have on the quarantine crawl. Sandy, don't you hate when people call you when you're on the, f on the radio show and you tell them not to call you when they're on the radio show? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> did you hear her? So, <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, so please restore dash carry dash NJ and uh, make a donation. They're in the quarantine crawl now under 2A and act 2A activism. We have 17 businesses there. We're up to 262 businesses. Gunforhire.com forward slash crawl c-r-a-w-l c-r-a-w-l gun for hire forward slash crawl i've been revisiting crawl places uh anybody has a business product or service they want to add to it matt is working with the app developer because the search is not working properly like you know from your current location it's got some bugs in it and uh we have a uh a ticket out there where we're trying to get it uh fixed so as soon as we do, you're going to see me pumping it again all over social media. But it's really grown bigger than I thought it would it would ever grow. That's great. Sorry, I need, I need a little water. Now so you let, have to pee. Yeah, how much time do we have in this segment? We've got about uh, seven minutes. So let's talk about the duality of madness in New Jersey. 
Remember during the lockdown, Murphy says he was going to go to stage two, Article 9, Section 4, Zone 3, and allow indoor dining <laughs> to open up for 25%? For, for, for about 48 hours? Yeah, and then he pulled it back. Okay, he pulled it back. First he said he was going to do it, and then he pulled it back. Well, listen up. Um, some of the uh, legislators on both sides of the aisle, including Steve Sweeney, sponsored a bill to give those restaurants money because they bought food and, you know, various other things, bringing staff back, cleaning up, all the other stuff. So because he won't give us any of the money from the CARES Act, he's holding the CARES Act federal money because he's hoping the federal government will change the rules of the CARES Act money so we could use it for, you know, union stuff. Well, he's hoping that Nancy Pelosi will get her way. Sure, and government stuff. So basically, they wrote this, and it was $35 million dedicated to food establishments, uh, you know, to to help them out. So everybody would get a little grant money or something. Murphy vetoed it. Of course. He vetoed it. Of course. He hates the entrepreneur. He hates the capitalist. He hates the working man or woman. Okay. The only thing he feels is if you're on a government payroll or a union payroll, you're beholden to him. He will give you anything you want. You will vote in lockstep. He treats criminals the same way, which we're going to get into next. But hardworking businesses that were all prepared to open, order food, bring staff back, you know, get the cleaning equipment in there, get the cleaning company, set everything up. You know, people don't understand, even a small pizzeria, how much it costs to reset a business. You you know what I mean? Like, you have to reset. Exactly right. Okay, before we open up, what do we need? Everything. Right. Right. Everything. Just the budget for uh, plexiglass alone. Correct. It's not only that, Sandy, but produce. Right. You know, you can't keep everything frozen. Stuff has to get no. delivered fresh. So you got your seafood, deli- all your proteins being delivered, all your vegetables being delivered, your carbs, your beverages or whatever. You're getting everything up and running. And then five days later, you know what? Change my mind. We're not We're not going to do it. We're yeah. not going to do it. Right. You know? And. <sighs> Leadership has its consequences. <sighs> so. So, you know, we're screwed. You know, you know what I mean? And uh we're really screwed. We're we're really 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 screwed. So, uh he he pulled it all back and so it was bipartisan. It was, you know, even Steve Sweeney was in it. So, he wants to keep all the money in his coffers right. for his people. And I was hoping some of these small businesses would wake the f up, you know? Well, no, they don't. I don't I don't nobody really connects the dots. You know, do you, do you notice that? I, I, people just don't connect the dots. They, they, they've been voting for the same thing, and the same thing is going to happen on a, on a national level, probably international level. The, the Marxists are around the world are all banding together the same way they did in the 1930s. We were the only country that stopped that whole movement in the 1930s, <coughs> and I don't think that's going to happen this time. It it's, it's frightens me that they're going to win. And they're already, Time Magazine is already talking about the Great Reset, which is resetting capitalism as we know it here to what China knows capitalism to be, which isn't really capitalism. It's state-run capitalism. But they think that's a great thing, you know, because it, it conforms to social justice. And we shouldn't worry about profits. We should worry about what we do for the community. You know, uh, 
our listeners are ball busters and I love them all. Westco Fruits and Nuts, uh, which is in New Jersey. Nate Morandi is a member of the range and his family. I quarantine crawl the business, right? Mm-hmm. And they make they sell wholesale. You can go in in bulk and buy cashews, almonds, pistachios. Oh, you can, really? Dry, oh my god! Yeah, you drive right up. You walk into the office, and, and it's phenomenal. And they they make up a ton of stuff, and obviously they're kosher as well. But uh, he just text messaged me a message of a, a ten kilogram case of pitted prunes, and he wrote, <laughs> "Listen to last week's show. Want me to drop a case off for you at the range?" <laughs> That's 22 pounds, 22 10 kilograms. of pitted prunes. 22 pounds of pitted prunes. Do you realize if I was to eat like a pound or two of pitted prunes, <laughs> if I stood outside, faced the wind with my mouth open, I would whistle through my arse. Yes, you probably would. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? I don't know if it's, uh, if it's physically possible, but you could give it a shot. <laughs> Look, let's put it this way. If anyone could, you could. It would make like a mo- of like a reverse motorboat sound. Uh, a rectal motorboat. <laughs> Nate, I do Five not years want old will never be six years no. old. Nate, I do not want twenty two pounds. I do not no, want Nate, twenty two no, really. pounds of no, no, please, Let's just try this experiment. I think it would be great. Could you imagine sitting by the TV and eating them and not realizing what you're doing? <laughs> just popping them like uh, chiclets. Yeah, <laughs> and then, mean. and then the next morning you wake up and the stomach goes like free wow. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Check out Move West Coast. Along. <laughs> Check out West Coast Fruit and Nuts. They're great, great people, and you definitely want to check them out uh, and buy their stuff. The last time I went to Nate gave me like a 10-pound bag of cashews, man. They were delish. <laughs> they were delish. Let me tell you something. I love them. Uh, so a couple other things. I'm still looking for any updates from the NIC system. The new NIC system, the new FAR system that's all online, I want to know if there's still towns dragging their feet or delaying. Anthony at gunforhire.com. Please email me. I want to update every show and, and give people either hope or give them a dose of reality if it's taking too long or not. I'm really, really hoping that you know this new system will cut as much of the middleman out as possible. But looking at the way J-Factor's letter's written, it's probably everything's going to get approved by the state police right and then the town is going to hold it yeah so i need updates so murphy screwed the restaurants now we're going to talk about how he just rewarded the criminals I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there's unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. When they go low, we kick. How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? Biggest terror threat in this country is white men 
most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if you lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. You would have been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. And that's a fact. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution are, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. Harris-Biden administration is going to relaunch that effort. If you want to call Kamala Harris's record um, in the Senate and her policies that she's supporting now, centrist or moderate, great. If that's where the Overton window has moved, then congratulations to all the progressive activists because you have moved the shit out of that window <laughs> that is supporting the Green New Deal and basically Medicare for All is now moderate and centrist. I am, uh, I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical and mental filth my physical as well as my mental fitness and uh to uh you know and uh to uh to make a judgment about who i am okay we're back no don't tell me we're back (laughs) please don't tell me we're back (laughs) we have to be back okay because we want a fairer new jersey oh whenever you hear murphy say he wants a fair in new jersey it always comes at the expense (laughs) at the third tier yes okay that's right and it always comes fairer means give me some more of your money so i can give it out so first tier is the elites politically connected rich people gates walls armed security insulated the second tier is the criminals right we pander and cater to them and then the third tier is us the legal law-abiding citizens so, right after Murphy vetoed... You can recognize us. We're the ones with the sh- drooped shoulders and the packs on our back. Correct. Right after Murphy vetoed uh, the bill to help struggling restaurants out, that would have been a mere pittance. $35 million spread out is, is nothing, yeah. considering the budget he has. He's like a drunken sailor in a whorehouse <laughs> on leave, you know? <laughs> but he did sign three, I love these, criminal justice bills sentencing reform and uh, removing eliminate mandatory minimums for certain crimes so he signed a 237 2370 a4373 and a4371 next week the first go around is 2,000 inmates will be released back into the streets oh great not serving their full sentences that judges 
judge them for Hopefully or whatever the criminals. sentence was at the time. Oh, don't worry about that. It's This is only the beginning. Oh, sure. Okay? Yeah. This is only the beginning. I don't know. why. Maybe he needs new votes. I don't. So screw the restaurants at a $35 million with the same two-face with those candy corn teeth. Perfect for Halloween, <laughs> by the way. What What is he doing? He's releasing prisoners, okay? Now listen to what he said. When he signed the bill, he said, this will support the well-being of all those in state custody while balancing public safety. What? Is what, that two-faced? What does that mean? Is that two-faced? So he's supporting the well-being of those in state custody. So I'm supporting the, the prisoners of the while balancing public safety. So we're supposed to be concerned about the well-being of violent criminals. <laughs> okay. And how do you balance that against the public I, I, safety? I, I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I, I, I really don't know. And so he's going to release. This is only... Uh, a part of it. It's going to continue to grow. He says he would like to see 20% of New Jersey's inmates released. Great. Oh, wow. I can't wait. Okay. Which is yet another reason that the house is going on the market. Yeah. I can't have a gun to carry, or carry to protect ourselves, but no. we're going to release no. 20% of release. the inmates. But you know what? They'll bring their own guns. Yes, so. and you've decimated the police. They don't want to yeah. do their job no, for fear of losing their job, retribution, this, that, and the losing other thing. Losing their pension, yeah. having okay. their house burned Correct. down, being doxxed. So yeah. take away the third tier's protection right. and release more, <laughs> okay? All right? So don't you love that? Well, you know, hey, it goes all along the same Solowinsky thing. You want to create as much chaos as possible. That's the whole Marxist thing. People aren't getting it. They're not seeing it. And I'm, for one, tired of talking about it because all we do is get called, uh, you know, crazy, right? Yep. Yeah, we're crazy. We're, we're, we're crazy. That's, that's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. So the next thing, I want you to hear this headline, and then I want you to hear Knappen's response to this headline you ready okay okay where is it i'm trying to find a damn article okay new jersey this is newjersey.com you'll love this new jersey iron worker charged with smuggling gun silencers from china okay a 48 year old man was busted at his home thursday after federal home Land security investigator said he purchased the illegal devices from a chinese company that shipped the contraband through the mail to his home. The suppressors or silencers are used to muffle the sound and flash a firearms discharge. Hold on. Okay. In New Jersey, one of the eight states that outlaws suppressor possession is a fourth-degree crime. Bergen County prosecutors said police armed with a search warrant went to his home and after he accepted a shipment of silencers. There, police confiscated firearms, uh-oh, high-capacity magazines. I love this one. Thousands of rounds <laughs> of ammunition. Can you imagine if they ever came into our yes. house? <laughs> and, this, and you know what? They, and, and here's another play on words. And police body armor. Why is it police body armor? Did it say yeah. police on it? Did it say police? It? Was it poli did he steal it from the police? No, it's not. It's just police. It's just body armor. And body armor is is legal. It is only illegal in the act or commission of a crime, just like hollow point. Hollow point but bullets. they write yeah. these articles so right. that you read that for the shock value. Right. Okay? So, that's the article. Now, you ready? This is Knappen. He retained Knappen. Thank God. This is Knappen's rebuttal, and we get to hear his side. Okay? 
the my the, my my client ordered fuel filters from an advertisement on Instagram. When the package arrived from China, it had two items that looked more like silencers to him than fuel filters. My client went to a with a friend to a Napa Auto Parts who explained to him that these items were not actually fuel filters that he that he knew others who had mistakenly ordered them and that he should get rid of them. The next day, my client voluntarily surrendered these fuel filters to the police department. Okay, New Jersey law 2C3912 specifically encourages the voluntary surrender of silencers and other regulated items to the police and grants immunity for such voluntary surrender. While voluntarily surrendering these items, my client told the police detective that he had made two purchases of which he received only one and that he was canceling the second order. My client notified the China-based Instagram vendor, PayPal, and his bank account to cancel the second order and payment. He also alerted the U.S. Post Office that he refuses delivery of any package from this seller. To his surprise, approximately 10 days later, a second package still arrived at his home. He immediately put the box in his car and drove directly to the police station to voluntarily surrender it as he had done with the first purchase. After parking in the borough hall, he proceeded to walk up to the police department located there. Before entering the building, however, a cadre of federal and state government agents stopped and arrested him. They were staking him out. Yes. Okay. In other words, Knappen is saying, in response to Moran's initiating contact with law enforcement, voluntarily surrendering a package of questionable fuel filters that he received, informing the authorities about a second potential package, and doing everything that he could to stop its delivery, the government surveilled him, followed him, and set up a trap to arrest him. Unbelievable. Okay. After the arrest, Bergen County prosecutor... Uh, issued a news release painting my client as an international arms trafficker who smuggled contraband into the country. The smear included publication of his personal picture without his permission and claims that he had numerous firearms, high-capacity magazines, thousands of rounds of ammunition, and police-issued ballistic vests. The press release fails to mention that the ammunition is routinely sold by the case containing 500 <laughs> to 1,000 rounds per case and that it is not unlawful to possess firearms, ammunition, or ballistic vests in New Jersey. Large capacity magazines are the subject of an ongoing federal constitutional legal challenge in response to Governor Murphy's recent enactment. And Moran has not been charged with possession of large capacity magazines. Moran has only been charged with possession of alleged silencers, which he attempted to voluntarily surrender. Which he okay. bought as fuel filters. My client is an active member of two local churches, a volunteer firefighter for over 20 years, and fire chief of the town at He's the time of his arrest. Chief of the town. And this, and, which means every cop there has to know him. Every single, uh, the, pol the police chief has to know him. I mean, he's been a volunteer firefighter there for how many years? 30 years? 20. 20 years. So everybody there knows him, yet some scumbag at the at the police department got the Birkin County Prosecutor's Office involved with this, who got, you know, another grandstand play with, what, what was it, ATF or Homeland Security? Come on. Meanwhile, 
they're shooting up half of Newark on a daily basis. And we're releasing thousands of prisoners. Yeah, real, real, but him real criminals. burn at the stake here. Yeah, right? That's how it works. That's the Madison, New Jersey. Now, see what happens when you voluntarily do things. See what happens when you try to help when the you, police. Yeah. When you try, you see to what miss, happens. Right? As Walter Haas would say, "What did you learn?" Right. That's what. That's what he tells me all the time. Every time I screw up, Walter Haas goes, "What did you learn?" That's very bastard. True. Yes. yes. So what true. did you learn, Anthony? So this guy is hopefully going to be okay. Uh, again, it's all for shock, right? To make them look like they're doing something. Yes. It's so. horrible. <sighs> what should I talk about next? Do not. Your police are not your friends. I'm sorry, no. even if you're buddies. Mind if I have a look around? My no. 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 Lawyer. Here's my lawyer. lawyer. Call my lawyer. You got a warrant? Come lawyer. back with a warrant. No, no warrant? No? Okay. Uh, so. You cannot, be pro- you cannot be prosecuted for shit you did not say. No. Uh, so listen to this. <laughs> the number one state right now where gun sales are soaring the most. Yeah. California. <laughs> 47,000 new gun owners in California out of the 6 million new gun owners. Wow. Okay. Uh, Because of the coronavirus pandemic, okay, an estimated 110,000 people in the Golden State recently. because of the pandemic? Yes. I I don't understand this. I I cannot understand this. What are you going to do, shoot the virus? I, I, it's, what is the... uh, it's got to be, it's got nothing to do, of course, with the rioting in the streets. No. Well, no. that would fit the, the narrative. You can't have that. Yeah. Okay. I'm frightened so, of a pandemic, so I'm buying at, a firearm. <laughs> at the presidential debate this Thursday, um, um, I would like to have seen them both wear e-collars. <laughs> right? Electric shock collar. You don't need no mute button. No. <laughs> you don't need them. I would have just sit there. I'd have one in my left hand, one in my right hand. Try me, bitches. The problem is Jolt and Joe wouldn't even know. So <laughs> it seems every week I have another uh, media case to report, which pisses me off. The last one I reported was Ohio, I believe. This one is, believe it or not, in uh, Salem County, New Jersey. Oh. And, uh, yeah, with so many new gun owners, so many careless people. And I, I, I keep pitching this. And all of us responsible gun owners out there, please Reach out to friends, family, co-workers who bought a gun. You know, the holidays are coming, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever. Uh, maybe you want to buy them a Simplex lock box for their, for their firearm. A three-year-old child is recovering after he got his hands on a gun belonging to his mother's boyfriend and shot himself in the leg. Mallard Park Apartments in uh, Pensgrove. The gun, a forty-five caliber, was left unattended in the apartment, and the child fired at once, striking his left thigh. The bullet passed through his leg, and the injury did not require surgery. Want to talk about luck? Yeah. You want to talk about yeah. luck? A forty-five hit the caliber. femoral artery? Well, yeah, or blow apart, you know, a femur. So here's the best part. The mother's boyfriend 
27, has been arrested and charged with endangering the welfare child, Good. unlawful possession of a weapon, possession Good. of a weapon for unlawful purpose, and certain persons not to possess weapons. So, so this was this an was illegal his, gun. Yes, this was an illegal gun. It wasn't something that he went to, you know, this isn't one of the new gun owners. You know, you know that we're talking about, but it's this, a good. What did you, Walter Haas? What did you learn? <laughs> yes, this is a huge demographic that uh, that Maj Ture from uh, Black Guns Matter has been going after for for years in his quest, where he says, "Listen, I know there's a lot of people out there doing cash business on in the hood, and you're bringing a gun home, and you you know, even if you're a criminal, you you know, you're not exempt from accidents happening, okay." And it's such a true statement, whether you're a law-abiding citizen or, or a criminal, your gun shouldn't be where a three-year-old can get it, all right? So the kid shot himself through the leg with a forty-five and didn't require surgery. I mean, they're before the grace of God. I mean, I yeah, don't. Yeah, you, you, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, I can't, I can't even believe that, that, you know, three-year-old. No, how big is a three-year-old's leg? Even if you're a little chubby baby like right. me, you know. I was chubby, but I still had a little swagger, you know Hopefully what I mean? Hopefully it just grazed the outside. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm trying to get past it, uh, but you know, I I see stuff like this. They heard it, but I'm still trying to get past it. Yeah, I see stuff like this happen, and it really it really busts my chops. You know, uh, three year old. You know, because Murphy right away will jump on. You know, the tragic gun violence, and you know, gun this and gun that, and where's it? Where's it roll to? It rolls right to us. Always. Yeah, because okay. we're grouped in this, you know, in their minds, in the anti-gunners' minds, we, there is the only people who should have guns are their security detail and um, the bad guys. That's really it. Correct. So here's another one for you. Newark residents, the week of October 14th, Newark police seized 90 illegal guns from the streets in six weeks. 90 illegal guns. You don't hear Murphy talking about this. No. Okay. Newark residents deserve a place to raise their families in peace and safety. And taking 90 illegal guns off the street in a month and a half will help, city officials say. On Tuesday, Newark public safety officials announced that local police had recovered 90 guns from September 1st to October 14th. Six weeks, man. Um, uh, the recent uptick in firearm seizures mirrors a yearly surge with more than 360 illegal guns recovered so far this year. Out of those, 243 resulted in arrests. Now, I'm not going to get too deep into the article, but I'm going to tell you right now. You will continue to have these problems because those people are back out on the streets. Right. And when they go, they will plea bargain the possession of the gun. They will plea it down to something else. They will be back on the street, and they will get another illegal gun or a community gun, like Doug Steinhardt uh, pointed out a few weeks ago. Okay, those guns just keep the guns will keep turning up because they know that there's no ramifications. If you caught somebody carrying a firearm illegal with criminal intent in the state of New Jersey, if you gave them life in prison and locked away the key like Giuliani did with the RICO Act with the Mafia in the right. 70s and 80s, right. you would see the gun crime disappear. You would see the illegal guns disappearing if somebody knew they were facing it. But they all know, all the gangbangers, all the criminals know that if they get caught with an illegal handgun, I would like to see the uh, uh, NJ.com publish an article on what the average incarceration rate is for someone caught carrying a handgun illegally with criminal intent. Okay? It's all backwards. I commend them for getting all those guns off the street, but they're out there again.
For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra-wide ports so two people can stand side-by-side side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well-lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well-lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right. We have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, Building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. Uh, I want to talk about a few things. First thing is, you know, Marty's V-Burger keeps bringing me food every Friday. Him and his lovely wife come to shoot all the time. And you can go to uh, martysvburger.com, New York City. And you can also go to um, <laughs> Prospect Park, Freakin' Vegans, for Freakin' Fridays where Marty's stuff is there. <laughs> his stuff is phenomenal. Business is still hurting because of all these COVID restrictions. And, you know... Um, uh, Cuomo and de Blasio are using uh, the Ouija board and the wheel to uh, what the they can reopen, wheel. when they can open. Yeah, by, 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 by zip code, by zone. Do you live in a red zone? You live in a blue zone? Pretty soon everybody's <laughs> going to be wearing armbands with different colors. <laughs> You're not allowed to leave your zone. Yes, okay. exactly. With a little swastika. Oh, or, God. Or maybe the Star of David on it. Yeah, it's... <laughs> You don't. You will stay in your zone. You will stay in your zone. <laughs> uh, if you live in forty-nine states, not New York, U.S. Law Shield. Use code gun for hire. One word. 
If you live in New York City or state, you want nytacdefense.com, newyorktacdefense.com, Peter Tillum. Check out John Petrolino's book, Decoding Firearms. John uh, is uh, peer-reviewing my book, by the way. I sent it to him, and he's going to be reading it and making some comments and checking on it, which I really appreciate. Uh, Legal Blade, the knife uh, rights app, is available. It gives you the laws in all the states and major cities. And uh, the um, Ultimate Steel Challenge is over, and winners are being notified as we speak. So check out. If you bought tickets for the Ultimate Steel Challenge uh, for knife rights, uh, you'll be getting a text or an email from Doug. Go pick something. Uh, you have 24 hours to pick, and then they draw the next person. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, very cool. So Joey Grimaldi sent me an email about learning, and he's like, uh, Anthony, question. How do gun owners, new gun owners, dating gun owners, deal with telling a new person in their life that they own firearms and all of the pitfalls of sharing the info, et cetera, et cetera? You know, we've addressed this many, many times, but uh, uh, if you're dating somebody new, you better get it out there right away. Because I've had many listeners where it becomes a deal breaker. You're not having a gun in my house. I hate guns. I did this. I did that. You know, ease it into it. Uh, I find that gun owners are more palatable to anti-gunners than hunters are. Okay? Uh, most people, there's no, they don't like hunters. If they don't like hunters, they, they can't, you can't justify being a hunter if you get, date someone who's an anti-hunter. But as far as uh, owning a gun, you have to say, listen, uh, a, a good opportunity is if anybody in your family is law enforcement or prior military or something, you say, well, you know, I used to go with my uncle and my grandfather shooting, and I had a lot of fun, and I have a couple of guns in the house, you know, that I use for practicing, and, and you know, if the poop ever hits the fan, you got to kind of ease them into it. But if, if it comes out right away hot and heavy, like you're not going to be able to swing that significant other, then it's time to cut your losses. Yeah. Because you're not going to change them. No, that's not going to change. Okay. Nope. You're really, really not going to change them uh, because uh, it's not happening. Uh, a lot of times they'll know you're a gun owner if they research you on social media or anything. You might post a picture that you're at the range or something. But uh, uh, the best thing to try to do is pick a range that's clean and nice and, you know, uh, uh, like gun for hire. And take them shooting on a day where it's not that busy. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially and on a day that it's not that busy. Correct, correct. Yeah. So uh, I would do something like that. You know, um, I would do that and, uh, you know, maybe try to bring them in on a day and let them shoot a twenty-two and see if they like it. And, you know, today with all the unrest and everything, Joey, you can say, well, what would you do to protect yourself if the bad people knocked on your door and the police don't respond? You know, or if it's a natural disaster. Isn't it better to be prepared? The old line I use all the time, Joey, right, is a gun is like a fire extinguisher. I'd rather have it and never need it than need it and not have it. So that's what I would do. And the fun aspect is always there, too. I mean, it's it's not something like a fire extinguisher that you can't have fun with. You probably could, but that mo- most normal, rational human beings couldn't have fun with a fire extinguisher. But you can have a lot of fun with firearms. I got an email from this guy. I'm just going to call him Bob. And he says to me, uh, what are what are the ANJRPC and NRA doing? Why won't they spend any money in New Jersey to help us get our rights back? Still 
still these questions? Yeah, a lot of new gun owners, they read the misinformation okay. by the haters yeah. online. So yeah. I said, I wrote to him, I said, we, the NRA and ANGRPC, have been fighting nonstop in New Jersey. Here are some bullet points. Drake carry case, all the way to Supremes, no cert. Pantano carry case, all the way to Supremes, no cert. Rogers carry case, all the way to Supremes, no cert. Ten round bag, bag ban case, at the Third Circuit and headed to the Supremes. We are also actively looking for someone who was denied a carry permit within the last 12 months. All of the above cases were funded by the NRA and NGRPC. So, so far about $6 million were spent on these respective cases total. And I wrote, I'm an NRA board member as well as executive vice president of the state NRA. Hope this helps. You know, like, got to keep educating people out there. Then you have self-funded cases like the Mark Cheeseman case, which, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars were spent. And now launching a second salvo at the state, hoping to get something lobbed up to the Supremes. It just, it never ends, right? Yep. It never ends. Right. Okay, so uh, some of you listening to this might know me. Uh, I graduated Belleville High School in 1979, and one of my friends, Chris Nowak, N-O-A-C-K, electrician, used to hang out with me back at the old bullet hole, worked with me, helped me with quals and everything, licensed electrician. Uh, he's 54 years old. He was stationed as a Marine in Camp Lejeune in the 80s, received a letter a few years ago. People that were stationed in Camp Lejeune during the 80s that coincidentally drank the water uh, there were high doses of trichloroethylene in that water. <laughs> and there's a good chance you could get kidney cancer. So about six months ago, uh, Chris Nowak uh, started getting back pain, and uh, now he has stage four inoperable, untreatable kidney cancer. And uh, the other day I took him, and uh, we had to go to the funeral parlor, and he had to make his own arrangements. Not married, no kids, so I had to do that with him. So... Great guy, gun owner, bow hunter extraordinaire. Went to Egypt with me and Mark Mistrangelo, 2009. Yeah, we've been friends for a long time. We've gone to Florida a couple times together and everything. So, uh, you know, treat every day as an unwrapped gift and uh, cherish it because we're not guaranteed it tomorrow, right? That's right. So now I want to talk about a fighter. I get an email from this bastard wearing a mask because he's in the hospital getting his treatments. And... Uh, it's our buddy uh, Danny Iannuzzo, uh, who uh, is fighting cancer right now. Yeah. He said, hey, Aunt, thank you for the wonderful things you said on last week's show. That really meant a lot to me. I'm flattered that you think I'm older than I really am. He's only 28. He got a beard and shit, man. Danny, you, look, <laughs> you looked older. Danny's the guy from Castellano Electric Motors who I quarantine crawled. He's a member of the range here. And he goes, I'm 28 years old, and for Sandy, I am, Sandy, he's being treated at Hackensack by their top lymphoma doctor. Excellent. You feel good about that? I do. So he wrote, I can't wait to get back to the range so I can pick up where I left off and do the urban classes. Most of all, see my gun for hire family wearing my gun for hire shirt and treatment today. Send me pictures wearing a gun for hire shirt in his treatment. So Danny ordered an orange Corvette. So, uh, Danny, I know you're going to recover, but if the Corvette comes in during treatments and if you need somebody to keep the tires from, you know, like, what do they call it, getting flat on the bottom for sitting <laughs> too long, is there, is there still such a thing? Those tires are expensive. They are But if expensive. you need... Or to put winter air, you know, like if, if, if you, you need, If you need tires, somebody to keep an eye on it, yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> I will gladly, gladly do it for you. I can't guarantee when you get it back, it won't be wrapped. Okay? <laughs> okay? <for> sure. <laughs> gun, gun for hire all over it. Uh, 
But I can't wait to see you in that Corvette. I can't wait for you to take well, – you're not going to take me for a ride in that Corvette because I'm a horrible passenger. But I know you're going to recover and keep us posted along your journey. Danny forfeited his classes that he paid for, and Richie and Matt and Gary – cut two gift cards one was given to sherry for the second amendment women and the other one will be given to tony simon when the covid restrictions are lifted and we can start uh hosting the second is for everyone diversity shoots again so that was very gracious of you danny but you'll be back here spending money in no time and man you're only 28 years old holy shit i'm old i'm gonna be 60 soon so we're all plugging for you all the gun for hire listeners out there say a little prayer uh, for Danny, please, because uh, a great guy, two-way advocate, and we need more people that are generous out there like him fighting for all of us together. Uh, you know, I can't, I can't say more than enough about that. Uh, so last call, uh, registration is closed for the NRA instructor classes for the first round. So 1031, which is Halloween, the basic instructor training is sold out. Uh, 10:31 in the afternoon and 11:01, we still have two slots for pistol instructor, and uh, then we have BIT again on 11:08. We have five open slots for that. Then 11:15, we have uh, pistol instructor. We have about four or five slots, and then 11:21 and 22 rifle instructor. We have a few slots, and December 5th RSO we have six slots left. And then uh, 1219, Chief Range Safety Officer, we have four uh, tickets left. And you can go on Gun for Hire Academy and click on NRA classes. They're all in one single column. You can register for the classes. Now, to be a uh, rifle, pistol, or shotgun instructor, your prerequisite is you must have taken the NRA basic student course for each one of those disciplines. That's NRA rules, not ours. We get a ton of emails from people. I was a cop. I was this. My brother-in-law worked for security in Guam from 86 to 92, and I touched them once, so I, am I exempt from taking this <laughs> class? It's the NRA's rules. You can email me 27 paragraphs of your credentials and certificates, and my question will be is, have you taken the NRA basic pistol, rifle, or shotgun? If the answer is no, you have to take the respective one to take the respective corresponding instructor class. Chuck Leonard from Personal Protection Institute, Mount Bethel, PA, and myself would be teaching these classes. So uh, if you do not have the basic class and you're in a, a, a pinch like Yali Elkin was, uh, email Matt, M-A-T-T, at Gun for Hire. Tell him what you need, rifle, pistol, shotgun, all three, one, two, it doesn't matter. And he will squeeze you into one before these respective classes, okay? Uh, so if you want to become an NRA instructor with 6 million new students out there, you know, uh, it's not a bad thing to do. Our RSO is great to have if you want to work in a range part-time, full-time, or if you want to volunteer for events or you want to work with the Boy Scouts, uh, if your kids are involved in it or something. Um, it's great. It never expires as long as you send your renewal fees in, which is a couple of bucks every few years. Uh, that's what started me back in the 80s when I became an instructor before I started Gun for Hire in 92. Um, my buddy Jack Giordano uh, from down in Edison uh, made me an NRA instructor over the course of three weekends. I took all these classes, same as we're laying them out here. 
And uh, that started my journey because you just never know where you're going to end up, right? Right. You just really never know where you're going to end up. And it's a great fraternity to belong to. And the NRA has it down when it comes to education and training. Forget the whole lobbying thing. And you don't hate, you hate this one. You don't care what's going on. Education and training and getting the word out. That's, that's what we really, really, that's my passion, obviously. I tried to parlay that, obviously, with the board seat and everything. But then, of course, it gets political. It's just like anything else. Once you get in and see how the sausage is made, it's quite different than what the perception is, right? Yeah, very true. And But I'm still doing my part. I'm still doing my part on the state level. Uh, we all have to do the same thing. So going full circle, because we like to always end the show with learning. After reading... About the three-year-old shot in the thigh. Obviously, it was a criminal with an illegal gun, but still, we know that that statistic goes in the books, and it's one other child shot by an unattended gun, which is our fault. Right, guys and girls that are listening? Right. It's our fault. I prefer a simplex safe. I do not like biometric. I do not like anything with a spinning knob on it. A simplex safe. If you Google simplex gun box, they usually have four mechanical buttons on top with a knob you turn so you have to know the code one two three four and you turn and it pops open they start at eighty dollars and they go all the way up to they they make lockers they make be, between the 16 inch on center beams for your closet whatever remember now different kinds of storage you have long-term storage which is, could be a, a fire rated safe i'm talking about your gun that you have for protection that you want to leave in the house when you're not home, that kids might come in, friends, neighbors, cleaning lady, thief, or whatever. Simplex lock. Every day you should practice opening it. I've talked about this a million times. It will be in my unnamed book, all right? Every, I take a Centrum Silver. My Centrum Silver is in my box. Every day I open that box up and I take it out. And when I look in, there's a Glock 19, load it, one in the chamber, two extra magazines, two flashlights, a light stick with a front door key attached to it. That's what's in that box. And my Centrum Silver. Now, my Centrum Silver didn't fit, Sandy, because I buy the, like, thousand bottle one. Yeah. I just got a smaller leftover bottle. Yeah. You know, prescription An bottle. Prescription and I put, bottle. yeah, I put the, yeah. it holds like 30 of them or whatever. And I just, so, but I've been practicing, I don't know, how long have I been talking about this, Sandy? 10 oh, years? 10 years. Yeah. I've been talking about the same thing for 10 years. Uh, this is not a paid sponsorship, but one of my favorites is V-Line, okay? V-Line. Uh, they're heavy stamped, heavy gauge stamped steel. They have mounting hardware on the back. And again, this one has one, two, three, four, five buttons and a, and a turning knob on it. Their smallest one is like 80 bucks. Makes a great gift. Makes a great gift. Now, now Henry Montefrant comes in all the time. So, Henry, let's say you bought it for a new shooter. The next time you go over the house, ask them to show you that they have it set up and show you that it's open. Make sure it's not still in the corrugated box you gave it to them in their garage or their basement. Yeah, very true. You know, we, we all, this listen, we all know when we hear about a tragedy, it sinks our heart and we know it's a shit storm that's brewing. But imagine if one of us in this network of Gun For Hire radio listeners could circumvent one accident from happening. Right. Exactly. All right. I'm telling you, I lose sleep over this at night, Sandy. When I read those articles, I cringe because I know what's going to happen. You know, we're going to end up being like other states, uh, strict state. We're going to want we're going to have to be required to keep our guns locked up, like with a trigger lock unloaded in a safe, like two, two, two lines of 
of uh, a locking or something or protection. It, legislation will pass, you know, in a heartbeat because if we could save one life. So now it's our turn to try to save one life. So the holidays are coming. Friends, family, whatever. If you took somebody to the range as new, they finally got that gun, buy them a box. Teach them Anthony's tip from my book on how to open it up every day, every day. Do you know how many people I talk to that got biometric safes that hate them? Everybody yeah. I talk to, they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, I bought I don't use it anymore. I use the key that goes with it. Really, use the key. Good luck trying to get that barrel key in when somebody's beating <laughs> down your door at 3 o'clock in the morning, if you even have the key ring with you. Right. And what if an unauthorized person finds the key? What if a child finds the key? No dice, ladies and gentlemen. No dice, okay? I'm telling you right now, that's not what we want to do. We want to make sure that we do our part to secure firearms. Talk to your, your friends and family and coworkers. So how are you, so you bought your third gun already. How are you storing the guns? Oh, you know, I have this at home. I bought this once, but it was crap, you know, and then I bought this and it worked out really well. When I first got married, my, my first wife and I, we lived in an apartment. I bought a Homac stamp sealed, stamp steel steel safe that had two barrel keys, one top, one bottom. The thing was no bigger than 14 inches wide, 8 or 10 inches deep, maybe 4 and a half feet high. It came packed flat, and it weighed a ton. And I put it together, and then I bolted it to the studs in my closet in the bedroom. And it had two barrel keys. Now, could somebody get into it if they broke into my house with a crowbar? Yeah. But you know what? None of my nieces or nephews or friends' kids would have gotten into that thing ever. Right. Ever. Right. Okay, but that's what I could afford at the time. That's what could fit in my lifestyle. The, you know, technology in the past 35 years has gone up tremendously. The price has gone down for items like V-Line here. There's really no excuse, okay? There's no excuse. You could take this and bolt this to a drawer. Now, if you got money, or even if you don't have that much money and you got some imagination, go to NJ Concealment Furniture and check out our buddy uh, Dan Ingram because he makes phenomenal, phenomenal products. And I have, he built, you know, he built cabinetry in my house and everything. We have an end table here at the Platinum Lounge in, uh, in Gun For Hire. Dan builds stuff that mounts to the walls, tables, furniture. He will match your furniture. You can take it to the next level too. That's for us, you know, the gunners that have been doing this for a while. But the newbies out there, please, each one, reach one. Sandy talks about each one, reach one, bringing them to the range. I'm taking it to the next step now that we have to keep all of these people safe. So I want to hear your stories about buying safes for people, lock boxes for people, helping people. Email them, Anthony at Gun for Hire. I want to hear stories. I want to hear positive stuff that I can talk about on the radio. Well, and, and, yeah. Yeah. and Joey, if you're thinking about dating somebody, you want to find out if she's anti-gun or not, just give me her name and I'll run a background check. <laughs> I'm out. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a counterthick media production. The music used in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer, Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun For Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. Please, each one, reach one, get out and vote. Get someone to the polls with you. This is an election we cannot afford to let get by. Love you guys. See you next week.